Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight. Rafino's Rants Dog Hell and Rain Fire is about to rain down on tonight's show. If you missed it, AYS is going to send down the brimstone like it's Sodom and Gomorrah in this thing. Irish Breakdown's own Brian Driscoll, who covers Notre Dame, went on Crane and Company this morning and had some very choice words for our new head coach, a guy that he's been covering since 2010. We're going to let you hear that today. We got the audio. We got the video. Shout out to our producer, Pooh Bear, for putting it all together. But I will tell you this tonight. No Irish fan is safe in this this show. No one is safe. You want to start calling people out? You want to go on a platform? You want to start calling people out? Sounds good. You want to call me a clown? That's when the gloves come off. I didn't say anything relatively bad about you. And you're absolutely, positively shitty ass take. It was so bad that I just kind of have to laugh at him. (laughs) What an idiot. Will receive you will receive the same treatment that you gave me earlier today. You will receive it here tonight. And as Pooh Bear says, if you want to talk stuff, you want to run your mouth. If you want some gangsters in front of your house, and I'm not talking about like 
straight corner gangsters. Like, you know, I'm talking about the real gangsters. Ain't nobody have cold as me. I'm just so fresh, so fresh and so clean, clean. Those type of gangsters. Michael Corleone. I know it was you, Fredo. I know it was you. You want Tony Soprano in front of your house. Keep calling people clowns. By the way, to all of you LSU fans, apparently Notre Dame's fan base and media says Brian Kelly can't come to LSU and win a national title. You best believe we will get into that tonight. For those of you who did not see it, we will uh, play that audio and video for you here tonight. Jordan says, don't spend another moment on that cockroach. Oh, we're going to spend a moment on him. <laughs> that, that's how we're leading off the show. With his John Goodman looking head ass. Uh, Pooh Bear says, only on AYS can you go from the wire to the Godfather with a flawless transition. Absolutely. Absolutely. We can go from the Godfather, Pooh Bear, to Tony Montana. Tony Montana was a real gangster, man. I ain't playing with no Tony Montana. You want to come at me, Mike? You want to come at me? I got the coca beans right here. <laughs> you, want to, you want to kiss my sister? I put 85 bullets in your chest. <laughs> That's what Tony Montana would say. Not me. Don't spend another minute on this cockroaches. <laughs> I got you. I'm feeling you. Okay. So we will talk about Brian Driscoll here tonight and the absolutely stupid thing he said earlier today on Crane and Company. LSU's gaining confidence, going through the roof offensively, talking to some people on the coaching staff and some of the players here today. Uh, I'm going to share some of those briefly, some of those uh, conversations and the, and the confidence that they're gaining on that side of the ball. TJ Pittenger, our good friend over um, – at uh, uh, Double Fries No Slaw, who covers Florida State, will be joining us at 7.30. Looking forward to talking to him about Florida State as they have a game against Duquesne earlier, uh, or earlier, <laughs> later this week, uh, Saturday at 5 p.m. against Duquesne. So we'll be talking to him. How are the Seminoles looking? And we'll do a hashtag Ask Blake at the end if we have time. So since we do have a lot to get into, let's do this. I'll come and hit the comments in just a little bit after the Rafino's rants. But everybody do us a favor. Stop, collaborate, and listen. I've said it every night. I'm going to say it until the giveaway is done. If you share all the shows for this week, whether it be on Facebook, YouTube, whatever it may be, if you share them to either your platform or a Facebook group, we will put you in a drawing for two AYS shirts and $100 Cold, hard cash. Cold, hard cash. So, everybody stop, hit the share, all that good stuff. Share to all those Facebook groups. If you're on YouTube, share to Twitter, Facebook, Insta, all that good stuff. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. If you're listening to us on XM Radio or you're listening to us on the TuneIn app, rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff as well. And don't forget to go over to our message board. We'll be putting the write-up in there tomorrow AYSSnetwork.com slash form. That's AYSSnetwork.com 
slash forum. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Okay, so since we have a lot to get into and especially have to talk about Brian Driscoll, let's pay these bills, guys. We'll be back in a minute 30. We will let you hear what he said as soon as we return. So let's get out of here, or let's get in here and pay these bills. And the Rafino's Ranch is right around the right around the corner. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first to market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. Bet online continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live in-game betting props and futures head on over to bet online today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet use our promo code believe 50 that's believe 50 b-l-e-a-v five zero to receive your 50 percent off welcome bonus on your first deposit that's betonline.ag betonline.ag with over 65 years of experience nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM, Varno, and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM, Varno, and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9902. Tell me, good friend, Blake Rafino. Sit you on by. Okay, so let's do this. If you missed it today, I'm going to give you a little bit of a rundown, and then we're going to play the video. Let's get this thing started, y'all. <laughs> let's get this thing started, y'all. <laughs> but Brian Driscoll, who covers Notre Dame for Irish Breakdown, today came out and was on Crane and Company. I, it was either this morning or last night. I, I, I don't really remember. I wasn't listening to a segment, uh, the segment live or anything like that. But Brian Driscoll or Crane and Company did clip it. They put it on Twitter, and obviously they tagged us. Uh, and it started pretty much David Cohn, who's one of the co-hosts, broke LSU Twitter today, which is okay. But Brian Driscoll, who's known Brian Kelly since 2010, who's covered Brian Kelly since 2010, had some very choice words and really and truthfully, some st really just idiotic, like very bitter words to say about Brian Kelly. Then he would go out on Twitter when we argued with him, not argued, but challenged what he had said. And he tried to talk about how he lived in the South, so he knows the South. Buddy, you don't know the South. You're not from here. Just because you think salt and pepper is spicy on your grilled chicken doesn't mean you've lived in the South. Don't talk about LSU if you don't know about them. That's the bottom line. So what we're going to do right here, everybody's going to hit the like and share. And after you hit the like and share right now, let's do this. Let's play the clip from Crane and Company about Brian Driscoll talking absolute garbage about Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly, the winningest coach in Notre Dame history. He goes to Louisiana State. The last three head coaches for LSU have won national titles. Will Brian Kelly win a national championship at LSU? No, he won't. He won't, he won't recruit the way he needs to recruit. 
Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think he's the coach he was at Grand Valley. The coach he was at Cincinnati. I think that guy is gone. Uh, I think he is just to me. Just, I mean, look, Notre Dame wasn't lacking talent. Notre Dame lacked big game production because Brian Kelly just didn't get those teams ready to play in big games. And I don't think that all of a sudden miraculously changes because he's now in Baton Rouge. You know, I mean, I think Notre Dame fit more of his personality. It fit his recruiting base. I mean, the most southern place he'd ever coached before Notre Dame was Cincinnati. You know, <laughs> Notre Dame's the second most southern place he's ever coached. So I, I just I don't see the fit, to be honest with you. And you know, say that sour grapes or the case may be, but honestly, guys, I was ready for Brian Kelly to be done 2020 because I, I feel he had taken the program as far as he could. And I don't I don't see him cleaning up that dumpster fire at LSU anytime soon. Okay, so let's break all of this down. Let's break all of this down. The first thing that Brian Driscoll said was is he started talking about recruiting. Well, the last time I checked. The whatever consensus on three and you guys who have watched the show know, I don't know and understand the consistence, the rankings, all that kind of stuff. But the last time I went on on three, LSU was ahead of Notre Dame in recruiting. Wait, so how does Brian Kelly not going to recruit in the South well and fit well when he's got a better recruiting class than you right now? If you don't want to talk about right now, because there's such a long time, such a very long time until December, when the first signing day happens, sounds good. Let's wait. Because on September the 1st and other guys that LSU is going after, they're clearly going to be ahead of you because Brian Kelly is doing great things inside the state of Louisiana. Guys like Zalance Hurd's on the board. You get Shelton Sampson. You go out to Miami and get Jalen Brown. You start getting a lot of big pieces from inside the state at running back with Trey Holly, with Caleb Jackson. You, you even start doing things nationally that LSU's never really done and going and getting four top 150 defensive linemen. We've never seen that in one class. Never at LSU have we seen something like that. So, how is Brian Kelly bad at recruiting? What's even more interesting is if we rewind, though, just a year ago, Brian Kelly only had six weeks to start recruiting around the state of Louisiana when he had no staff around him, no coordinators around him. The offensive coordinator that he had was still coaching at the University of Cincinnati in the playoff, which, by the way, that same team beat Notre Dame a season ago. And you can blame that on Brian Kelly all you want. Sounds good. But that same guy came here and LSU finished with a high school and portal class at number six. I thought Brian Kelly couldn't recruit. It's interesting. Is it that Brian Kelly can't recruit or is it that Notre Dame lacks the ability to be able to recruit like LSU. Because let me tell you something. Since 2010, these are some of the guys from the state of Louisiana that LSU got. And that Brian Kelly will more than likely get players like this as well. Eric Reed, Tyron Matthew, Alfred Blue, Brad Wing, Odell Beckham, Trey Turner, Jarvis Landry, Terrence McGee, Loyal Collins, Jeremy Hill, Trey White, Devin White, Kendall Beckwith, Josh Booty, KJ Malone, Duke Riley, 
I threw Cyril Grayson in there because he's still catching touchdown passes from Tom Brady at Tampa. So why not? Leonard Fournette, Devin Godshaw, Will Clapp, Daryl Williams, DJ Chark, Russell Gage, Darius Geis, Dante Jackson, Foster Morrow, Christian Fulton, Rashard Lawrence, Dev I have Devin White in there twice, Lloyd Cushenberry, Tyler Shelvin, Grant Delpit, Ed Ingram. Here comes the big ones. Patrick Queen, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Justin Jefferson, Terrace Marshall, Kelvin Joseph, Jamar Chase, Dale Rosenthal, Derek freaking Stingley. You don't have that in Indiana, Brian. You haven't even come, you don't even remotely have the talent pool in Indiana like LSU does in Louisiana. It's better to recruit here. That's why they will beat you. That's why they have more natties than you in the last 20 years. It's because look at the talent that they get to keep home. Then Brian Driscoll will talk, would talk about that Notre Dame had the talent, but Brian Kelly was a bad recruiter. That is in and of itself a very idiotic comment when how do you have the talent when Brian Kelly can't recruit and then you say he doesn't prepare them well enough? Buddy, you don't have Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. You never have. You never will. In the new era of college football, Will Fuller and uh, Chase Claypool can't hold the jock strap of Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. No disrespect to those guys, but the truth is the truth. He would go on to say, and he said earlier, that LSU wouldn't win a natty under Brian Kelly, which I'm really not that mad about that one, Pooh Bear, because you know what? An opinion's an opinion. But when you start taking shots, let's look back at the coaches that won natties at LSU since 2003. Nick Saban, we all know who he is. Next guy that would win one and get to another one was Les Miles, who ate grass on the sidelines. Please, someone, justify to me, please justify to me how you can remotely say that Les Miles was a, is and was a better coach than Brian Kelly. If you want to throw the title appearances, sounds good. Let's see what BK does at LSU. And then you talk about fit. You talked about fit in this clip. Let's talk about fit. What is Ed Orgeron? Where's he from? You know, the funny thing is, is Les Miles and Nick Saban came from the Midwest and won natties. Nick Saban wasn't Nick Saban before he came to LSU. Les wasn't Les Miles before he came to LSU. Ed Orsron was 10 and 25 before he came to LSU. And you want to justify that those men are better than Brian Kelly. It's not a shot at Les Miles or Ed Orsron. They're just not a better coach than Brian Kelly is. Let's get to the best part of all this. Because, you know, I did my investigations. Pooh Bear, in this business, you know what it's called. We did our research, right? You have a man in Brian Driscoll from Ivers Breakdown who we're going to clip some of this stuff. But you have Brian Driscoll running out here saying that Marcus Freeman could potentially get Notre Dame to a natty. 
Buddy, first off, first off, he's 0-1 in his head coaching career. 0-1. Well, Blake, he only had 30 days. Sounds good. Sounds good. Doesn't mean anything to me. Because what's gonna what's he gonna do week one against Ohio State? How are you gonna give him enough time to get recruits in here? And by the way, like I mentioned earlier, this recruiting process for 2023 isn't over yet. Because you went from one to two to three to four to five to six. You keep dropping down those rankings while LSU keeps climbing. The truth is, being a blue blood in college football means absolutely nothing when you kick that football off. It doesn't matter that you're from Michigan. It doesn't matter that you go to Ohio State. It doesn't matter that you go to Alabama. It doesn't matter if you go to Notre Dame. Who has the better players? Who has has the better coaching? That is what wins you natties. You don't, Notre Dame does not and has not had the talent like the SEC has. So let's look at the national title winners since 2010 when Brian Kelly took over at Notre Dame. Auburn, Alabama twice, Florida State, Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, LSU, Alabama, Georgia. The only team from the north is Ohio State. That means all of the other 120 teams in college football isn't doing what the South is doing. You want to be able to do things? You got to be able to recruit, not just at a good level, at an Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, LSU level. You can't do that, dog. Oh, and by the way, by the way, The transfer portal changes everything. It changes everything. With Notre Dame's high standards, guys like Greg Brooks, guys like Joe Fouché and others can't go to Notre Dame. It's going to be very hard for them to get get transfer portal guys into their university. Brian Kelly can. Brian Kelly can. LSU's on a different level since 2000. You know, so many people give Nick Saban, and which he deserves, he deserves a lot of high praise for what he did at LSU. A lot of people say that Nick Saban changed LSU, which is true. He was a part of that. You got to give credit for L- to LSU as well for saying, you know what? If we do things financially in football like we did for Skip Bartman, this place is a freaking gold mine. Look at the talent that comes out of this state. A freaking gold mine. LSU made the decision to be great. Not Nick Saban. They had to make him the highest paid coach in the country. The first college coach to ever have make a million dollars as a head coach in college football. You know who paid him? LSU. You're not doing, Notre Dame doesn't have the resources, it would appear, to do and want to do the things that LSU is doing and has done. Look it up. 
Because before you say Blake doesn't know what he's talking about, we did go and do it. You're not spending $50 million on facilities just to go practice in, just to go hang your helmet in. You're acting like this is something that Notre Dame deserves to be on a pedestal. Notre Dame doesn't deserve to be on a pedestal. The last time you won a natty was 1988. And you want to say LSU's a dumpster fire and Brian Kelly can't turn them around and get them back there. You were a dumpster fire. You sucked. As Kurt Angle's theme music in the WWE is, you sucked. You sucked. You sucked. And no one gave a shit. You crap on Brian Kelly when he turned your entire program and university around. I would love to see an article or a clip from Brian Driscoll in 2020 running out there and saying, fire Brian Kelly. Somebody go find it. I guarantee you the man in 2020 that held Alabama to the closest game that they would play all season had no business whatsoever being fired. Notre Dame, you are on the level as LSU is. You're not on the level as the SEC. You won't be. You want to talk about your prestigious and your Notre Dame? When that ball kicks off, it doesn't mean shit who you are. The gold helmet and the three little letters across LSU's helmet doesn't mean shit when that ball gets kicked off. How can you go through all the players in Louisiana alone? You have two wide receivers that broke the NFL record. You know what's funny is, is if Brian Kelly goes 9-3 and three this year, it's more of an accomplishment than Notre Dame going 10-2 and two because the fourth or fifth worst teams that LSU will play this year, it's like Ole Miss and Florida. Who is the fourth and fifth worst teams that Notre Dame plays? Ohio State's bigger than you and they're in the north, and they have struggles with being Alabama and LSU. Why is that? You certainly had enough talent to beat LSU in two bowl games. Let me end it here. We'll get to as many comments before TJ Pettinger comes on and we start getting a preview of uh, Florida State. I'm tired, guys, of LSU getting shit on by guys like Brian Driscoll or Brian Kelly getting shit on like guys like Brian Driscoll. Like, who are you, bro? So when I come out here, when I come out here and say that Florida State is the biggest game on this schedule right now, as of today, it is. Because LSU's got to go out there and kick somebody's ass. Bitter. 
It's like a it's like a ex-girlfriend who can't get over you because you're laying the pipe down so damn good. Yeah, I said it. You won't even interview Brian Kelly during the mo- you know you know what's crazy. These people have the audacity, meaning Brian Driscoll, I should say, Notre Dame fans. They have the audacity to come out here and talk shit. To talk shit. When the Monte Teow situation and documentary is unfolding on Netflix. He doesn't want to be there. Pooh Bear says, I don't know if we should pause that or not. That has no, laying the pipe has no pause game in it. None. Pooh Bear, I, I got I, I, Pooh Bear, I got to tell you, I'm pissed off. Poor TJ. <laughs> He's going to be like, why is Blake so pissed off? Why is he so mad all the time? Take some gram code, dude. That's what TJ's going to come in here and say. I already know it. Kristen says, uh, this is my favorite Rafino's rants I've heard so far. Keep firing them off. Yeah, Brian Driscoll has no, you know, wasn't he a fired coach or something like that, his damn self? Tevin says, hey, Blake, hot take. Tony's catfish better than funeral chicken. Hey, bro, Pooh Bear, you're going to have to defend funeral chicken. Pooh Bear, I'm just going to tell you this, dog. As a South Louisiana man. Give me fried fish before you give me fried chicken, dude. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. I can't. I, I, I. <laughs> hey, man. I love when the, I love fried fish. Dylan Allen says I love Angry Blake. Well, as Boosie says, you want to talk shit. You want to run your mouth. You want some gangsters in front of your house. Hashtag Tony Montana. We'll set it off. So let's do this. It's guys. We have for the love of God. I'm not a Florida State fan. You guys know. I hope they go out there and beat shit out of Duquesne so we have a really, really good game in the Dome uh, next week. I hope I'm doing that right. That'd be pretty cool to sit in their stadium and hear that. That'd be pretty cool. So let's talk about Florida State. How is their camp going? What does CJ see in them moving forward this week? So let's get into that. But I do need to chill and relax. I need to go get some Gramco. Let's talk about our good friends over at Gramco, thegramco.com. Guys, remember, when you check out, so many of you say, Blake, I got Gramco, but you're not using the promo code. Use that promo code AYS25. Remember, Mark McGuire, 25. (laughs) All right, let's talk about him. We'll be back literally in one minute with my good buddy TJ, Tulsa Florida State. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Gramco. They are the Delta company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products that I just need to tell you about. First off is the Wake and Bake coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com, AYS25 promo code to get 25% off of your order. Jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays, anniversaries, and everyday use. Gramco is hemp-derived 
and completely legal inside of the state of Louisiana. No medical card is needed, and shipping is very discreet. You must be 21 years older to order. Again, that's thegramco.com. Use that promo code AYS25. We're back! Our good buddy TJ Pittenger from... Double Fries No Slaw is joining us. He covers the Florida State Seminoles. We'll let you know where you can catch all the stuff. Buddy, what's up? It's Florida State Game Week. Are you fired up? Ready game to go? Game week, yeah. We're out of camp, man. I know you guys are still in your last week of camp, but we're out. We're in game week. We've had death charts come out. So, yeah, I mean, we're ready to go, man. I'm, I'm, I'll be uh, – what, what is today? Wednesday. So, you know, a little over 48 hours. I'll be on the road for, uh, for Tallahassee. So, should be fun, man. I'm excited. So how has camp gone so far for the Seminoles? I know the last time we talked, you you had some question marks offensively and on the back end defensively. Let's start off on the offense first. How are things progressing there under Mike Norvell? Yeah, so at quarterback, it seems like Jordan Travis has had his best camp yet. And, you know, you, you try to take everything you can from um, – from coach talk and, and try and like siphon that down a little bit. But from everything we're hearing, from everything we're seeing, from people that I've talked with inside of the program, uh, it's it, the hype is real. And Jordan Travis is, you know, two years ago known as a run first guy and you, you get by with what you can as a passer. A little bit better as a passer last year. And supposedly he's taking another step forward. And I don't think he's taking a Joe Burrow step forward. I don't think there's anything like that. But I do think they're saying like the guy can make – legit throws the guy can actually stand in the pocket and get some stuff done he did it at times last year if you remember back to the miami game he stood up and right. he had a nice game both running and passing they're just saying he's doing it more consistently now there's not like the oh, okay great play oh okay boneheaded terrible play so um has absolutely taken the room by control you know probably not having a guy like mckenzie milton looking over his shoulder and the qb controversy there has right. helped him but yeah the, they say that Jordan Travis is 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 the real deal, and 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 there's a lot of excitement around him. TJ, let me ask you this: Does Mike Norvell being calling plays again? Do you think that that gives him maybe a little bit more confidence? Because Mike's a really good play caller. I don't think anybody will debate that part, right? Do you think that the offense so far in camp is doing so much better because he's calling plays? I think there's maybe an aspect of that, um, but I think the bigger part of it is they finally have athletes that are good. <laughs> right? Like last year, going into the season, right. yeah, I mean, going into the season, David Hale ranked Florida State's wide receivers 14 out of 14, and Florida State fans, I mean, as you know, like just absolutely lit into him, and how could you rank us last in the conference, and the ACC's not good anyway, and so how could, you, how could we be so far down? And then, like, by, like, week four or five, people were, like, apologizing to David Hale and saying, like, hey, hey you were right. You know, if you could have gone a little lower than 14, you probably should have. So, um, there's actual talent now out at wide out. The offensive line is better. The running back room is, is – there's more depth there. And so, I think that is a bigger reason why Jordan Travis looks better. He has guys that can go up and win one-on-one -on -one battles now. He has an offensive line that's not just terrible in two or three spots – and so I, I think Mike calling plays is helpful, but I think Kenny was a decent play caller, you know? And so I, you know, I, I think, but it, it has more to do with just the talent at every position has increased. The last time we spoke TJ on our show, you had talked about some concerns along the offensive line. Now that we are, y'all are out of camp and you're in game week, how has that position group started to shake out? 
Yeah, so I'd say there are, there are some concerns. So, again, I don't know how in-depth with, with it your listeners are, but I'll, I'll, I'll talk about this. Caden Lyles, transferred from Wisconsin, probably wasn't going to win the job, but he went down with a season-ending injury. Um, I actually spoke with him last night, and he is sticking around the program, which is you know commendable, and a fifth-year senior not going – actually from Wisconsin. So hats off to him for sticking around the program and trying to be there as a mentor for some of the young guys and, and bring them up. But he he was probably your backup center. He went down. And then Marie Smith, the guy that's probably going to win that job, is also a little bit banged up right now. He's not listed on the depth chart for Duquesne. I've heard some rumblings that they think they can get him back uh, for the LSU game. We'll kind of see if he's there, if he's not. Um, the guy that's starting is a kid by the name of last, last name Washington. He's played all five spots on the offensive line. He's got starting experience. He's, you know, you, you never want to go into any kind of season with your third option at, at center. The guy that touches right. the ball literally every play. Um, but I think it's, it's a kid that they're confident in being able to do very well against Duquesne just because of the level of talent. And then if he had to play against LSU, I think they feel pretty good about that. Um, we took a, a, a transfer at the FCS level, a kid named Bless Harris, uh, who is going to be the right tackle this year from, from all reports. That has allowed Washington to slide over to center. And I don't think they were expecting to get as much out of Bless Harris. And so, yeah, I think the offensive line, I wouldn't call it, um, I wouldn't call it a strength of the team. I think that if they have, if the average, if the offensive line is considered average at the end of the year, that will have been a good year for Florida State with how bad the offensive line has been year after year after year. But I think it's a group that they are pretty comfortable with. They're confident in. There's a lot of depth there. You're able to sustain a couple of injuries, one season ending, one couple week type thing, mm -hmm. and not panic. Last year, those two injuries happened. You're in deep trouble. Season's over. Uh -huh. Yeah, I mean, we already started 0-4, so it, you know, I, I guess how much worse <laughs> did it get? But last year, those injuries would have been like, dude, just can we fast forward a season type thing? Not quite the same this year. So, on the offensive side of the ball, is there anything that you want to see? Like, look, I, I think that you and, and our listeners, and we all know that there's a pretty high likelihood that you guys will beat Duquesne. Um, but is there something that you're looking for specifically, or are you just going to take it all in? Yeah, yeah it's tough because when the, when the level of opponent is so, so bad, right. it's hard to really glean anything from it. Uh, you know, Florida State lost to Jacksonville State last year, and I get that. But then they beat UMass later in the year, 59-3. to and, and I've talked with a couple of handicappers, and I think UMass would be favored against Duquesne. So, like, that's just the level of opponent. Like, you're not playing a Jacksonville State that could maybe have a chance. Like, for Florida State, if, if Florida State lost this game, right, like Mike Norvell would get fired the next day. Like, it's that bad of a loss. Like, it's this would be 50 times worse than Jacksonville. Jacksonville State would beat this team by 20, right? Like, it wouldn't mm -hmm. even be close. And so, all that said, like, it's really hard to glean a lot. I mean, you just want to really get out injury-free. I think you want to see the – I want to see the backups play by halftime. Like, I think when you play a bad team like this, you just need to go out and demolish them. I think you're just going to kill them on the point of attack and just run the crap out of the ball. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do much through the air during this game. I mean, they will. They'll pass the ball. But I would just run the heck out of the ball get out of there. It's supposed to be, I mean, it's storming right now outside my window, but it's supposed to be wet and rainy and everything else. So I think just honestly, just get out healthy. Win by 40, win by 50 and get out healthy. No, it's going to be raining in the South. Who would have 
Who would have ever First thought? Week, I just can't wait for the delay. I, I already know that they're delaying that kickoff. So just already looking at what who else is playing at the same time as we're scheduled. Hey, man, I ain't got shit to do. I'm going to be sitting there waiting <laughs> waiting along with you because I want to watch it too. Uh, TJ Pettinger is our guest. We'll let you know where you can catch all of his stuff. I know that we've had some very uh, spirited Twitter spaces, <laughs> Florida oh, State Twitter spaces. And and so we'll, uh, we'll let you know when you catch those too. Let, uh, TJ, let's move over to the defensive side of the ball. I said this the last time, and I, I can, and I've been kind of monitoring what's going on with you guys during camp. I know that Jermaine Johnson's not going to be there, but you do, you guys do have some talent along that defensive line. How does that, how has that progressed so far this camp, and what do you think from that unit? Yeah, I think they're going to be. I think the defensive tackles on this team are going to like if you if if you ask me right now. Okay, so in twelve weeks, or I guess fourteen with a couple of buys, in fourteen weeks, who which unit will have been the best, it'll be our defensive tackles. They uh, are the best that. group in the conference. Um, I'll put them up against Clemson's. I don't, you know, that doesn't scare me at all. Um, the defensive tackles in, in Fab, Fabian Lovett and uh, Robert Cooper both would be on NFL rosters right now. And I say that because it's preseason, right? Like, I don't know that they both would be on a roster in <laughs> three weeks, but they would both be on NFL rosters right now. And so, and, and with a good chance to, you know, make a roster as well, you know, and, and they both, so they both came back. Money year for both of them. Fable may Fable may have gotten drafted last year. I don't know if Robert would have or not, but Fable probably would have gotten drafted, like a six or seventh round guy. So money year for both of them. They're both looking at getting drafted well in the NFL next year if they come in and perform. So our defensive tackles would be great. Um, you do obviously lose the superstar in Jermaine Johnson, and you also lose Kier Thomas, who's out there playing with the Rams as well. And so, but what they brought in, they brought in a kid named Jared Burse um, out of Albany, the number one ranked transfer according to most sites out there, you bring in the the best edge rusher that was available in the transfer market. Uh, and and then you have some guys that you're really confident in, kid named Dennis Briggs, uh, kid named Derek McClendon, and you've got other talent there. I think the defensive line is very deep. Um, I think that they're very balanced. Last year, it was very much Jermaine doing something <laughs> absurd or nothing was happening. Right. Um, we were very good against the run last year. We talked a lot about that. We, we held teams down very well uh, in, in the running game with Fabo and Coop there in the middle. And so I think they'll be very balanced. I think there will be a lot of up-the-middle pressure, right? You're so used to edge pressure from a Jermaine Johnson or, you know, Javon Curse or just whoever, right? Like you're, you're all-star guys like that. But I think there will be a lot more balance, a lot more up-the-middle pressure. They will stuff the run well this season. And I think that defensive line will be very, very good this year. You talked about the back end the last time that you were a little skeptical about them. I think we spent a lot of time on that unit. Uh, how are you feeling now about the back end? Yeah, so I think our safeties are the best out there. Uh, Jamie Robinson, best out there in you know either in the state or the conference or kind of however you want to put that. So I think our safeties are really really good. Akeem Dent, Jamie Robinson. Jamie Robinson could play himself into like the second round this year, um, listed as a preseason uh, All American, right? And mm -hmm. I think second team. Um, he's on every award watch list that there is. He is really really good. He's also a guy that probably would be on an NFL roster this week and probably would make a team, but wanted to come back and instead of being a fifth or sixth round pick wants to be a second or third. Right. And so uh, Jamie's great. Um, he's absolutely phenomenal. Akeem Dent is another guy out of uh, West Palm beach. You know, South Florida kids are just 
freaks and and really good. So I love our safeties. I'd say cornerback is the position that worries me the most. I, I don't know that I would call it a concern at this point, but it's the position I'm the most concerned about, right? It's the one that hasn't solidified itself the most, right? And so um Omarion Cooper is is your your starter, your number one, your kind of lockdown guy. I'm sure that he'll be, you know, the guy that's got to shadow you guys is, you know, miracle worker out there on the edge but uh <laughs> i i feel good about him i mean i don't feel good about you know very many corners in a one-on-one matchup with him but i think he'll do fairly well but i i do worry about like the okay this is our second guy does the nickel you know like kind of cover what he's supposed to i think duke will do a, you know Marion. they call him duke cooper i think he'll do a decent job you know i mean you 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 go cover a guy like you know you guys have and and that's not always you know you're gonna lose some battles there and that's fine but uh I worry about the second, the third, the fourth level of that cornerback and who kind of makes it out of that as your second stringer, your nickel guy, and things like that. So, TJ, I, I, you know, there's so many different ways we can go here, so I'm going to just ask this one. Do you think that the team might look for, like, look ahead towards LSU? Do you have any worries about that? Or, you know, I, I was thinking about this today. You know, Mike Norvell doesn't really – like, I know that it's Duquesne – but sometimes, man, you got to go out there and make big, big splashes, right? Like you got to put some points up to get kind of the confidence of the team even going. Do you think that they could look forward to that game, or or do you think that they're just really ready to play this week? Yeah, uh, maybe a mix of both, mm-hmm. right? I, I don't think there's any way that you could not be thinking about LSU <laughs> in this game. But I will say, what's good for FSU is that they returned the 11th most production in college football this year. So nearly, so, you know, 85 guys on the roster, right? Brought in a class of 20, brought in seven or eight transfers. Like 60 of the guys on the roster were there to lose to Jacksonville State last year, right? Like they know what can happen if you look ahead or if your mind is not there in that game. So any other year, I'd say, yeah, yeah, I mean, you got a massive matchup coming up against New Orleans, or, you know, in New Orleans against the the Tigers. I, last year, like like I said, 85% of the roster was there to suffer that heartbreak against Jacksonville State. And then when they got another opportunity later in the year, they beat a UMass team 59-3. to And and so I, I that's that's kind of what I expect is, is just an absolute beatdown because they have already tasted that awful, awful pill that we had to swallow last year. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, I, I but I do think they'll be looking ahead. I mean, I think – you know, it's, it's, it's like anything else, you know, you have two meetings one day and the second one's more important. Like you still try and close the first meeting, but you know that about halfway through, once you, you know, once you're up 42, nothing at halftime, then you can get your starters out and think about it the whole next half. Very much, very much the case. Okay. Two more. And we're getting you out of here. Cause I know you have a brand new baby. You got a long weekend yeah, he's asleep, man. He's fine. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, look, I, you know, I'm just I'm not trying to make the For wife this minute, mad. He's asleep. Oh yeah, I'm sure I got projects I could get to tonight. Right. Well, <laughs> and some whiskey projects. You know, have you have you tried oh, have you have uh, do you have a bourbon you haven't tried yet? By the way, my wife I'm not a big like flavor bourbon kind of guy. No. Same. I tried screwball and they made it for me. The screwball whisk the screwball bourbon. You like it? It was okay. It was okay. So really so heavy. Really heavy. Yeah. It's like motor oil. It's like sweet motor oil. <laughs> it's it, okay. So I'm thick. just gonna I'm tell. I'm like, calm down. I'm gonna tell you something. It ain't that good. Like you got, you know. No. I feel like you know, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells all the way. 
should be doing when I'm drinking some of that. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> just just me. I feel like I'm drinking eggnogs. Honestly, what I feel That's like. Classic. Uh, so TJ, y'all are doing a tailgate, okay, in New Orleans. Tell everybody what's going on, what they need to do, and all of that stuff to all of our listeners and LSU fans. Yeah, so we're doing a tailgate. Um, it's two blocks from the stadium. We're doing it with Double Fries No Saw, the roll-up network that we're a part of. You guys are welcome to come. I, you know, I know that you're not in Baton Rouge, so I, you know it's not like you have the long-standing tradition of where you're tailgating and where you're hanging out for the game. So if you need a place to come tailgate, we're gonna have all you can eat, all you can drink, shade, private bathrooms. We've got a DJ out there. We're gonna be shooting a lot of content. I've got some former FSU players stopping by. I don't really have any contacts with LSU guys, so sorry about that. But <laughs> you guys are welcome to come hang out. We're, we encourage the trash talk. We encourage, you know. Respectful trash talk, correct. Nobody come out and fight or I'll get Blake on you. But um, and Blake's a lot bigger than anybody listening, I promise. <laughs> and, and if he's not, he'll still whip you. So, um, but yeah, like I, you know, we're happy to have you. Um, tickets are $50, but again, you're two blocks from the stadium, shade, private bathrooms, all you can eat, all you can drink. We're going to have a great time. The shade alone is probably worth it, but um, that also doubles as a shield if it does rain. So, again, I think it's the place to be before the game. Uh, if you need any information, you can shoot me a, a, a DM on Twitter. It's TJ underscore Pittenger. It's, uh, if you go to rolluptnetwork.com and then just click on merch, it's the first thing right there. Uh, with the ticket. And I think there's even a code. If you enter um, AYS20, you get in. If you heard about it on this show, my people better not be listening to this. My, you know, if you order from Florida, you, I'm canceling your order. Uh, AYS20 will save you 20% on the ticket. So I guess it's only 40 bucks if, you, uh, if you're if uh, you an LSU person. We give Blake a little hookup there. I'm probably going to buy five of them or three or four, four or maybe four of them, and I'm going to give them away. So there we go. I yeah, didn't tell you that. Go. We're going to do that. We're going to buy four of them and give them away. How about that? That'll be fun, man. All we right. need, as you know from the spaces, we need some LSU fans in there in the uh, in the tailgate to hang out with us. Let's make sure they're that people. they're there earlier in the evening because once noon noon hits and that Louisiana comes out <laughs> in them, it's not pretty. Yeah, <laughs> I just no, tell you that's that. trouble time. All right, TJ, we're going to be watching the Flor Florida State versus Duquesne. It's going to be really fun, man. Really and truthfully, TJ, it's just I'm glad college football's back, man. I, I mean. Oh, it's so fun. So, my buddy, my brother, we'll see you again soon. Thank you for the update, and we will see you next week. Yeah, can't wait, man. It should be fun. <laughs> you guys enjoy enjoy the bye week. Stay healthy in camp. Camp injuries are the worst. Uh, but we'll see you guys next week, man. Go Knowles, though. I will oh, say that. I can't say I like your shot, by the way. You were good. You were really good. I'm going to record that. and put. It. If we win, if we find a way to win this game, bro, that's going all over. So. Okay. Very quickly, very, very, very quickly, okay? <laughs> very quickly. You did well. So, my son likes listening to the LSU pregame band, like marching band stuff, okay? Oh, yeah. Well, sometimes it's just on, like, college football band shuffle. Like, he loves so he loves the HBCU in Baton Rouge Southern and loves it. Like, can't get enough of it. Well, the war chant from Florida State went on. Daddy oh, again, daddy again. Yeah. And, and so... I, I don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> no, I, okay, listen. I hope none of my people are listening to this because I'll get canceled. My kids did the same thing. That I'd never played it for them. We had like a 30-minute car ride home. We went and got a haircut or something. And it was like 30 minutes away. So we're riding home, and I played it one time. I was like, hey, baby, this is the Seminoles. We got the little thing in the car where they can see the, the logo or whatever. Uh-huh, right, 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 right. 
It's a minute-long song. We listened to it 30 times on our 30-minute drive home. I don't want to hear it anymore either. No, I'll, I'll be jacked about it on Saturday. Correct. I don't want to hear it anymore either. Like, I, I'm good. I'm good until it's played in the stadium. Bro. Yeah, I, at some point, I told my wife, I just got to go in here and start listening to Mo Bamba. Like, I got I to gotta get yeah. out of this, you know? Like, <laughs> anything but this. <laughs> All right, I love it. All right, buddy, we will see you next week at the latest. No, but I'm looking forward to it, man. We'll see you soon. Appreciate it, buddy. All right, that's TJ Pittenger. Uh, always, always fantastic. I'm going to be buying four tickets from them. If you want to tailgate, we're giving them for free. I'm not making you pay them, but we're going to pay them from AYS aside to all of you that will be out there doing uh, the tailgating stuff. So if you're out there, you're going to be tailgating, hit us up. It's going to be on AYS, but you know what I'm going to ask you to do after we give you that. You're going to have to share the next week's show Every show the following week, you got to do that for a player. Okay, we're going to wrap the show up, but we got to pay some bills around this thing. Pooh Bear is going to be joining us, our producer, to close this thing out. But let's talk about our good friend Carol Falls over at State Farm and our good friends over the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Let them know that your good friend Blake Rafino sent you on by. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. By the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give him a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell him your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. Pooh Bear, do you, did you like, uh-oh, your, your mic is muted. What you shaking your head for? What's wrong? What happened? Can't hear you. Can't hear you. No, no, I knew you were going to come in and, and I, I guess I kind of pre-guessed what you were going to ask. Well, go ahead and ask your question. Then I'll no, what I was out. actually going to say before you started judging me I was going to start singing Mo Bamba, but like, I got hoes calling. I can't say the rest of the like my, lyric. Mo, <laughs> yeah. Phones. <laughs> anyway, bro, I got to be honest. I got to be honest. I can't get Mo Bamba out of my head today. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but nevertheless, I can't. Dang Bergeron sends us $10 via... Super chat. He says, give him hell, Blake. Fried fish 
over fried chicken any day. Pooh Bear, how bad do you think this take is? I, I, let me say this. I, I'm not going to disagree with it. I'm not going to disagree with okay. it. Okay. Being away, from, being away from the Gulf Coast, I, I severely miss fried fish. Good fried fish. It just so happens I get funeral chicken a lot more often than I get get that funeral uh, fish. So, so it, it's not a bad taste. So as a man from the 251 who's, who's made his way up a little bit more north, do you miss the seafood? You know, do you miss? Oh, I miss it. I miss yeah. it so much. It is. It is. I had crawfish one time up here. I think they were. Uh, I think they were pre-dusted. And it. Uh, yeah. 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 Oh, we got another uh, super chat, and I'm sorry I didn't get this up earlier. It's uh, from Jordan. Four nine nine says, "Love you, Blake. Thanks for swinging that bat for us." And then uh, also, uh, thank you, Jason. Uh, for the uh, Facebook stars. I appreciate so. that. Thank you. Thank you. Pooh Bear, I, I do appreciate everybody that sends us those. It, it's very much appreciated. So what I do with the Super Chats, just so everybody knows, I think I told Pooh Bear this. When y'all send us the Super Chats, all I do is do what I did with TJ. I buy stuff and give it back to you. That's literally all I do. You know, like, I try to give it back. Uh, Chris English keeps calling people clowns. Um, I, I don't... He was talking about... TJ, yeah. Well, he said all. So, Chris, I don't know. You know, let me say this because Brian Brian Driscoll called me a clown today. Pooh Bear, am I crazy to believe that when you get called a clown, is that that's fighting words, right? It can be. It can be. Um, I, I I saw Rico asked earlier. He was like, "Why did I get uh put in timeout?" I'm Dean not doing. I'm not doing that. I, I don't. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no, I, I didn't put him in. I, I didn't put him in timeout early, but then I just put him in timeout because he came. I started talking about. Uh, he started talking about John Emery's uh, IQ, is his, his jersey numbers, his same as his IQ and stuff like that. I'm not going to tolerate that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm well, just, well, you're not, not going to disrespect. Well, look, me. ban him, ban Rico. Yeah, get your get your burner ready, Rico. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I, I don't really care for whoever, you know. So, Today's been a trying day. I don't know why people are trying LSU and LSU fans, but, hey, you know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know either. I know one thing, though. I'll throw hands behind BK, though, right now. Yeah. That, I, that, look, look Pooh, this is just me. I'll throw hands behind LSU. I, I will, bro. I, I, I'm tired of the bullshit. I'm, I'm tired of it. I, I'm tired of – all of just the small shit that keeps going on, you know, like you don't have to say that. Look, you, bro, he's friend, he looks like Fred Flintstone, Fred Flintstone with glasses. I was thinking Peter Griffin, but go ahead, continue. I, I'm cool with it, pot belly and everything. See, dog, here's here's the one thing, here's the one thing that I hate about the world. Okay, if you ain't gonna say it to my face. Don't say that shit on Twitter because I'll say that shit to your face quick, fast, and in a minute. I ain't scared to get knocked out. Been knocked out before. Don't face me one goddamn bit. I'm just letting it be known. Knocked out people, been knocked out. Don't face me at all. You want to talk that shit? You want to run your mouth? I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't about that. Just letting it be known. I know yeah. I ain't putting words in your mouth, but I'm just going to let it be known from me. So anyway, all right. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro, but that kind of shit makes me emotional. At least that's what he said. 
Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I get it. I, I get it. It's, it's, and I know some people are like, hey, it's sports, you know, stuff like that. And, and, and you're right. Some things people are All right, Rico's getting things. banned. See you, bitch. I ain't putting up with this. I ain't putting up with Rico. See ya. Yeah. All right, Pooh Bear. We out. Uh, Tigerbait.com, Tigers Baits. Uh, oh, my God. Mike Scarborough. Doing a show at 8 o'clock, so y'all go tune over there. Tell Mike Scarborough that uh, Blake Rafino and Pooh Bear sent you on by. But until then, guys, y'all have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Not to you, Brian Driscoll, you Rudy. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.